Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Love this time every month when she comes calling and she's here with us after Valentine's Day and looking a million dollars and I'm sure full of love and everything besides. It's Boot Club Friday on Late Lunch and there's only one for us. It's Margaret Madden. Margaret, good good to see you again. Oh, thanks for having me back, Jerry. Had you a nice Valentine's? I did. I got a bottle of Prosecco and uh, I was very Lovely. good. I gave Declan a glass and I had the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing is caring, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased she's Hold here that. now today. Now that really concerns me. Good job she didn't tell me that beforehand. Anyway, <laughs> very welcome. Good to see you. Now we're doing this a little different today, folks, because we're going to leave the book of the month till the final book. OK, so we're going to talk about Margaret's other recommendations first and then her book of the month. And I have a beautiful gift pack, haven't I? You can attest to that, Margaret. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at it. It's we really, really good. fantastic books and we'll tell you about that in a moment as well. But let's get straight to it. First recommendation this month is a book called Home to Cavendish by Antoinette Tyrrell. Yeah, it is. It's Antoinette's debut. It came out last week. And um, um, if you know, you know how much I love Andrew O'Connor, right? <laughs> Just just uh, in case you didn't know, <laughs> I think the whole world knows. I know. It really reminded me of Andrew. You know, it's a it's a big house story again. It's um, split between 2002 and 1923. So it opens up um, with um, 1923 and it's back in the Civil War. And there's a girl called Edith who's living in Cavendish. She's 16 years old and she's madly in love with a stable boy, Tig. And, um, you know, Unfortunately, you know at the beginning that Tyg is storming the house along with um, the other IRA lads. They want to burn it down. We all remember the stories of burning yes. down the big, beautiful houses. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a real contrast. She's from the Anglo-Irish, let's say, yes, absolutely. side and they are on the rebel side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, she just loves them. She just wants to be with them. But something has gone wrong and he's standing there. He's just about to run into the house and torch it with his mates and spots Edith there. And he's like, oh, gee, she's not meant to be here. Um, so that's how it opens. Then you're straight away flick into 2002 where you have Eleanor who now lives in the house and is renovating it um, with her partner Dunica. Now Dunica's some man for one man I'll tell you he is a spendy showy offy guy with his Porsche and his you know he wants to turn it into this kind of big hotel she just wants to run it like a B&B um, and, and it, during the renovations they find a diary and it is Edith's diary so you get then her diary entries interspersed with Eleanor's story. So there's 80 years between these two women mm-hmm. who are related and she's just... No, not, not related. Not related. No, it's she, um, Eleanor has 
come into the house, it was sold. Oh, I see. Yeah. So she's outside the yeah. family. And nobody knows nothing about Eleanor. Mm. There was never any mention of the previous owners having a daughter. So it's all very oh mysterious. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's strife on both uh, sides of the uh 80-year divide because, mm-hmm. as you say, we're being told about it even around now about the War of Independence and all went yeah. on around that and brother against brother as well and what went on. And on the other side, in the 2002, you have this property developer and the crash and the tiger and all this. Yeah, and the greed. Yes. You know? um, uh, but Eleanor is wonderful because she's not about the greed. She's about the house. It's a bit like me when I, I bought my house. Now, don't get me wrong, it's not mm. a big stately home, but it's really, really old and has a huge amount of history. And these houses have history in their walls. You can actually, it's palpable, you know. And um, so I felt very much on Eleanor's side mm. trying to hang on to the house and the memories. Works well the 80 year gap and the, the yeah, linkages. Yes. It does, yeah. Um, I'm not going to do any spoilers, you know me. <laughs> but um, it's well worth sticking uh, right through it. It's it's beautifully written, really gentle and, and fluid. Um, the diary entries add a lovely dimension to it. Um, the author did study history, um, like Andrew did. So I, I that's where I, I can see, you can see where they're interested in history, especially Irish history and mm. the the big house. Yeah, it's So if you love Andrew O'Connor and there's thousands upon thousands yeah. and hundreds of thousands do, you will love this book you're saying. Yeah. And also you did say about this girl, this is her debut. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, I just see she signed up for a three book deal with them. Ooh. So, you know. So there's more. There's more. And yeah. she's, she is, she's a manuscript, I believe, on the way again this year for the second one. So obviously, you know, in this one, you love it. Lots mm-hmm. of people do. They see real potential in this girl. It, yeah, I think so. Um, it's a home to Cavendish. It's just a big house drama that perfect for snuggling up in the evenings with. I love the cover. Yeah, it's I nice, think the isn't it? cover just shouts out springtime as well. It's it real colourful, isn't it? A beautiful house on the front, and then the gorgeous yeah. flowers on the driveway. You can't up, miss yeah. it on the bookshelves. Highly recommended by Margaret Madden. Home to Cavendish by mm-hmm. Antoinette Terrell, and we congratulate her on her first book. Uh, and it's doing so well across the board. Now let's move on to your second re- recommendation. And if you watch Derry Girls and you love it and it's coming back for a new series as you will probably have seen on TV, I take it you might have a bit of an affinity for this one. Yeah, now it, I mean it's not as comedic as Derry Girls yeah. but it is set um, in, in 80s Derry. Um, 1981 is really where most of it is set and it's a group of friends um, kind of hanging out in the midst of the troubles in a, in a, in a basement bar called the cave um, hidden away from reality what's going on up above them and they're just basically there for the crack they have their weed they have their beer they have their vodka they're watching uh, live gigs um, but I mean the troubles are going on above their heads and, and that is laced all the way through the story it's, it's re- I really found it not only um, fascinating but slightly humorous mm. Um uh, you get echoes of, of things that could happen again and you're like, yes. oh. Yeah, and the book, just to tell you the title of it, it's Music, Love, Drugs, War by Geraldine Quigley. And she knows about Derry because she is a Derry girl mm-hmm. herself. Mm-hmm. So she's a, a lot of familiarity with it. Really what you say there is, and this what this book is subtly about, it's the contrast between young people trying to enjoy themselves, finding their way in the world, and on the other hand... What's going on just outside that, a reality for them, yeah. the mayhem. I mean, this gang of friends are, you know, they've just finished school. They're like, what the hell am I going to be when I grow up kind of thing. And, uh, you know, they're just learning how to be 
adults and unfortunately they lose one of their friends um, after a riot following the death of Bobby Sands and it, it kind of affects them in a way that they didn't think it would and suddenly two of the lads decide that they are going to join the IRA in in kind of in solidarity for the friend that they've lost but they're not at all prepared for it. They mm. don't really know what they're letting themselves into and they really don't know how to get themselves out of it when things go wrong. Um, but I don't want to, want to make it sound all depressing. Um, it's not at all. There's It's very astute. It's, uh, there are, as I said, great moments of humour in it too. It's uh, I think astute is probably the best word for it. I really enjoyed it. Now, there's a, an awful lot of characters in it. It does take a couple of chapters to get into the swing of who is who and what their connection is. But once you get into it then, you really do. You feel dairy. I was going to say that to you. If it's one criticism of the book I would have, it's the number of narrators which yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. there that in the book so in a way Ma- Margaret you have to probably give it more attention than I did yeah I, I you know me if I start something I'll have to finish it also if I'm reviewing for a publication I, yes. you know I, I can't just skip over no, bits no. so I, I did find the first couple of chapters a little bit difficult to get into but then I really just was right back in 1981 I, I mean I was quite young then but mm-hmm. <laughs> um I can still remember those newsreels and, yes. and it was like living in a newsreel. Really yeah, nice. and, and I remember yeah. it well. I remember the protests here. I was sort of starting out my working life at that stage and uh, I remember the hunger strikes and yeah. when Bobby Sands died yeah. and what that then subsequently kicked off. I want to read a little quote from the book because I think it's brilliant because it brought me back, actually, in a way, to my own home. It's uh, This is reading directly from this uh, brilliant book. The air hung with the scent of the hot iron on cotton. The almost indistinct scent that was as much as a sensation, as much a sensation, hot metal, the slightly scorched cover of the ironing board. The lingering essence of washing powder enhanced by steam dampening the fabric. I think a lot of people would remember that, your yeah. mother ironing in the kitchen. Yeah, and these are working class families yes. and, and you know, the, the kids are coming in and out all the time trying to hide the fact that they're high or <laughs> drunk a lot of the time and the mommy is feeding them up with the fry to keep them going for the day. So yeah, it's it's very atmospheric. So you really liked this? I did, yeah. And, I, and, and you know, I t- we talk about 81 and I'm familiar with it. You were quite young at the time. Would this book appeal to people, you know, of today and maybe earlier generations who didn't live through those times? I think it would, especially now. We're coming up to the centenary of the Civil War and mm. um, you've an awful lot of children, uh, kind of young adults who are unaware really of what the atmosphere was like. So I think the likes of Derry Girls has really helped bring that back up yeah. you know and as you said a moment ago that's comedic really the Derry Girls is very funny on that yeah. as well but yeah. there is this gave you you know it gave you a laugh as well as a cry as it well did. as it did you know they're teenagers and, and they're, mm. the girls are in the loo and, and the club and they're swapping lipsticks and two of them going into the cubicle together because there's not enough time for everybody to pee and get back out to hear the next band you know <laughs> it, it's, it's just teenage life <laughs> but teenage life with bombs all around you there you are, another one for your reading list for the coming month and beyond. Music, Love, Drugs, War by Geraldine Quigley. Heading to a short break on late lunch, we have our gift pack to give away. Let me tell you what's in it this month. The Burnout Solution by Siobhan Murray. The Packed Carol Coffee. The Accidental Spy by Sean O'Driscoll. Patricia Scanlon. The Die In with Orange Blossom Days. 
and a book that Margaret reviewed here and loved. And we met the author as well on Late Lunch, Claire Allen, Apple of My Eye. It's absolutely brilliant. Would you like those books? Well, one of you can have them this afternoon. Here's the number 086-1800-658. WhatsApp us. It's free. Or you can text us as well. 086-1800-658. Which are answered to this question and your name and details. Here's the question. One of the books, Apple of My Eye. Is the Granny Smith a cooking or dessert variety of apple? Is the Granny Smith a cooker or an eater? A cooker or an eater? Simple as that. Oh, it's six eighteen hundred six five eight. Takes a lot of thought, you know. Don't be laughing to come up with those questions. I don't know. Thank God for Google. <laughs> <laughs> Book club and late lunch. Margaret Madden's with us on the show. And in case you're wondering, we haven't mentioned or she hasn't picked her book of the month yet. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's coming up in a couple of moments, so stay with us. You always come with a classic to us on the show. And today's classic from Margaret is Bad Day in Black Rock by Kevin Power. Back to 2008, you're going with this one? Yeah, it is. Um, I've had this for such a long time and I do remember reading it years ago, but I've taken it back out again as part of my research into toxic masculinity. And um, Bad Day in Black Rock was written, you know, it's, it's, it's based on the story the Annabelle murder case here in Ireland. Yes, I'll actually tell them. Brian Murphy, people would probably recall the name. Brian Murphy's tragic death outside the Annabelle nightclub in Dublin back in 2000. You'd have to say that this novel, and it is a novel, is loosely based around it. I'd say it's very tightly done, to be fair. Um, 
just in, in in researching, it's it's you know obviously names have been changed, place mm. names, um, some of the, but things like the injuries inflicted on him, um, the whole situation of how long it took for his body to be found, how long, you know, uh, there's a lot of similarities. It's very close as far mm. as I could see. And and it was a, a fallout between two pals, and I think it was a woman involved or something yeah. as well, and it just got out of hand, and a tragedy unfolded. Can I say to you though, it's would would something this up say that when when you get into the meat of this novel and you start to read it as well, it's a question of people of a certain class in the country saying we'll get it sorted out because really this shouldn't happen to people like us or our, our boys. Well, yeah, does that not uh, ring a few bells with a, a recent trial up mm. in Belfast and some rugby lads? You know, yes. basically it's the same story. It's not obviously a, a girl involved. Um, it's not a rape case. This no. is an actual murder case. Mm. So this is um, an unnamed character uh, reveals the story from the beginning. You don't know who it is, but he's basically snapshots of, of what has happened. A young man called Connor um, is killed. He's beaten to death, kicked to death outside a nightclub um, and it was like a, it was like one o'clock in the morning or something but his body wasn't actually found until six um, everybody just walked off and left him um, nobody would say who it was um, even though it was very obvious that yeah. there was a gang of them um, it was all hush hush these were wealthy boys from a rugby school on the south side of Dublin yeah. and um, who had probably never been in contact with the police in their lives um, and, and they weren't forward about coming forward and it was only afterwards that three were taken to court and in in this case you see the similarities are so real I'm, I'm struggling with the names between real life and the book but in the book um, there's the other two boys there were Barry Fox and Stephen O'Brien and then there was a ringleader called Richard and it's um, basically you get snippets of what happened during the night um, there's a, you're right there was a girl involved in this too Um Laura, who was Richard's girlfriend on the night, but used to date Connor, who is now dead. Mm. So it, it, it's it's just a, a very disturbing read, but it does, as you say, make you wonder about the difference in class. Recommended yeah. to go back to it and have yeah. a look at it. If you haven't read this book. Yeah, very good. Bad Day in out. Black Rock. Bad Day in Black Rock by Kevin Power is the name of the book. And as you read it, it will jog your memory and you'll, you will be feeling, yeah. oh God, I remember news reports or stories about this if you were around at the time. That's Margaret's classic on Late Lunch Book Club for the month of February. It is time for Book of the Month. If you've been waiting with bated <laughs> bread, I'll tell you this. She never disappoints. And Margaret Madden will not disappoint you today because I have to say when she gave me this title and I did my bit of work on it, wow is all I can say. The book is called The Language of Kindness, A Nurse's Story. Now, the thing I have to ask you is this book is out since May of last year. Hmm. I know, right? I have it since, um, you know, I <laughs> I have it a long time before yeah. that. But I just, I don't know, I wasn't, I was in and out of hospital myself. I okay. suppose the last thing I wanted to pick up was something about hospitals. I put it, I put we it away. We understand. But you know what? It's like a good wine. It's just been maturing Extra now and we're going to unleash yeah. it on you today on Late Lunch. Go on, tell them what the premise of this book is about. Okay, well, Christy um, was 20 years nursing. So this is a memoir, um, but it's kind of a memoir with a a difference because she brings in parts of the history of nursing, um, how it came about. um, It talks about statistics between males and female nurses, um, about midwifery, 
basically all aspects, psychiatric nursing, which is where she did her, her very first day. She was only 17 years of age. Um, then training in the labour ward, how amazed she was at, at watching the first baby being born, how horrified she was with the sad parts of the job. It's just uh, a big book full of feeling, huge feelings all the way through. Did you pick this up at this time? Was there anything to do with the nurses' dispute? Was anything- well, you know, I was in with you recently and I didn't get to hear... Um, I, I do playback, you know, I listen back to the podcast and I heard you had been talking about while I was outside about the nurses' strike here in Ireland and um, how upsetting it was and you were talking about how these women and men have one of the hardest jobs in the world and so underrated and that's when I kind of pulled this one out. So... It kind of thanks to you, Terry. Thanks a million. God, I never. <laughs> it was a wonderful speech. You were dead right in everything you said. And we want to say well done to them. They've they've made the the uh, monolith that is the government move. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, that's for another time. Back to this book. Um, doctors have the advantage that the sun lights their successes and the earth covers their failures. Uh, there's a difference in the way nurses are treated following a mistake, differently from their medical counterparts. We don't stick up for each other in the way doctors do. They don't cover for each other the way doctors do, I think, as well. You know, I think it's a bit of an old boys club there um, with consultants, too. And I think nurses do everything to support each other. Um, and if something goes wrong, they'll put their hands up and say, mm. I did this. But they certainly get very different treatment. Mm. That's just a quote I read yeah, there from yeah. it uh, as well. Have you you wanted to, to, to take a little excerpt from the well, book? Well, yeah, it's just so good. You know, look at me. I've got stickies coming out <laughs> yeah, of everywhere. All over this book, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me have a look here. I will just go bang in the middle. Um, so this is an example. And, and I was in a room with a woman who was a little bit like Gladys. Gladys is in a bed on the medical ward and shouts every few minutes. She refused the commode earlier and now she screams, I've shit, I've shit to the healthcare assistants who rush over rolling up their sleeves. Any chance you could give us a hand? Fatima asks me, pulling the curtain round. Changing a bed. What a thing to do for someone. The smell makes my eyes water. You get used to all sorts of smells as a nurse. But having spent most of my time as a children's nurse, I've never got used to the violence which adults vomit and shit and bleed. I have to leave the room on one occasion and feel terrible about it forevermore when due to an abdominal blockage, a man vomits his own feces. Incredible, like and graphic, and and yeah. it's as it is. It's yeah. what happens every day. I picked a gross one for you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You did. Oh no, but look, it it, it is it's reality. This book is a serious shock to the system. Mm. I will tell you that as well. But it's an eye opener, and it's one. It's intriguing. You'll cry. You'll you know. You'll smile. There are very funny th- oh, parts were, of it yeah. as well. There really are. Mm. Uh, but. It's a terrific write, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, as even the historical parts that you, you find, you're going, do I really have to read about the history of medicine? You know what? It actually, it makes sense. She's put in bits that make sense. Like we, we Florence Nightingale has brought up so many times because she did revolutionise nursing and mm. patient care and even something as simple as having them near a window so that they'll yeah. feel a bit better. And, and it sort of starts with an emergency and then she flips into her career of mm-hmm. 20 years and back to that again. And I, I'd say at times you'd actually feel you're there, like what you even read there, yeah. you're right there oh, yeah. in the heart of 
the hospital. Absolutely. And there was a, there's a, a part in it where um, a girl has been burnt in a fire. Now, she mentions that it's a high rise building in London. Um, so it's possibly the Grenville Towers. And it's a little child and she, she's dead. But her mum wants to come and see her or her aunt. The only there was no survivors. Yes. And the smell of burning is so bad that the nurses have to wash her hair first before they would bring the lady in, you know, and they're mm. washing her and they're heartbroken. The mm. little girl is burnt to pieces, you know. This is a cracking book and it is Margaret Madden's Book of the Month on amazing Late Lunch read. Book Club. Yes, yeah. amazing. Do you hear what she's saying about it? Amazing. The well, language. I mean, she's a talented writer anyway. Yeah. She's a Costa award-winning yes, writer absolutely. anyway. But this is just so true to life. The Language of Kindness, a nurse's story, is Book of the Month. Now, I did ask you a question for the gift pack before Margaret goes, and we have fantastic books for you. And the question was about an apple. What variety of an apple is a Granny Smith? Is it a cooker or an eater? That's the question. If you want to win the book pack, get cracking now. WhatsApp or text 086-1800-658. Now, there's a bit of a dilemma here because... (laughs) And Margaret wants to solve this just well, before she leaves. You know what? me, I just don't like to let little things... So if you were to answer that question, what would you say a Granny Smith is? I would have said an eater because I eat them. Would you? Yeah. Well, let me read this definition. Oh, here now. Granny Smith, <laughs> one of the most popular tart apples. Granny Smiths are crisp and quite sour. They're a good old porpoise cooking apple. Uh-huh. But I'm crisp and sour and I like them. So, <laughs> no, seriously, you buy them up in Aldi or wherever. Okay, well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I know what we should Whether, do. Go on, tell them. What were we going to do today? I think there is no right answer here, you know. Okay. Uh, so everybody who who sent in a message should go in the draw. All right, I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm diplomatic. I see what you're saying. To avoid any controversy, Margaret has weaved her wand. It's going to be <laughs> everyone who texts in today, either or cooker, you're in the draw for the food pack. So we're being, and look, you can say they're all coming in again. Just keep texting and WhatsApp and us 086 1800 658 and we'll spin the drum and we'll pick somebody for the lovely books. Only condition, you have to collect them because a lot of books in the pile here today. We're only into the second month. You said last month you probably had your book of the month. You got a cracker again this month. It's mm-hmm. shaping up nicely, isn't it, it is. for the year ahead? Yeah. I know. Um, it's, I, I'm kind of getting worried now. Uh, I, you know, they've been so good. What's going to happen? Ah, they but always... listen, books come through my door every day and I just never know. Mm. And, you know, I mightn't even be going with a new one. I don't know. I'll yeah, see what I absolutely. pick up. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we love about it. She'll be back in March. I guarantee you that. Thanks so much. And again, reminding everybody, Book of the Month, The Language of Kindness, A Nurse's Story. And we'll tell you who's won the book pack before the end of the show. For the month of February, Margaret, thanks a million. Thanks, Lon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.